Hello, welcome to Emmaus Ministries. What I wanted to talk about today is the chapter in the Bible that talks about the road to Emmaus. Um, it starts out in Luke 24, uh, says Jesus has risen, as, you know, I guess is a title for it. Um, on the first day of the week, very early in the morning, the woman took the spices they had prepared and went to the tomb. They found the stone rolled away from the tomb, but when they entered, they did not find the body of the Lord Jesus. While they were wondering about this, suddenly two men in clothes that gleamed like lightning stood beside them. Which, you know, we think that uh, those are angels. Uh, in their fright, the women bowed down with their faces to the ground, but the men said to them, Why do you look for the living among the dead? He is not here, he has risen. Remember how he told you while he was still with you in Galilee. The Son of Man must be delivered over to the hands of sinners, be crucified, and on the third day be raised again. Then they remembered his words. When they came back from the tomb, they told all these things to the eleven and to all the others. It was Mary Magdalene, Joanna, Mary, and mother of James, and the others with them who told this to the apostles, but they did not believe the women because their words seemed to them like nonsense. Um, Peter, however, got up and ran to the tomb, bending over. He saw the strips of linen lying by themselves, and he went away wondering to himself what had happened. Now that sets up the story, you know, um, in the Bible, you know, called "On the Road to Emmaus," which is in Luke twenty-four thirteen. Um starts out saying that now that same day two of them were going to a village called Emmaus again that's spelled E-M-M-A-U-S about seven miles from Jerusalem they were talking with each other about everything that had happened as they talked and discussed these things with each other Jesus himself came up and walked along with them but they were kept from recognizing him he asked them what are you discussing together as you walk along they stood still, their faces downcast. One of them, named Cleopas, asked him, Are you the only one visiting Jerusalem who does not know the things that have happened there in these days? What things, he asked. About Jesus of Nazareth, they replied. He was a prophet, powerful in word and deed, before God and all the people. The chief priests and our rulers handed him over to be sentenced to death, and they crucified him but we had hoped that he was the one who was going to redeem Israel. And what is more, it is the third day since all this took place. In addition, some of our women amazed us. They went to the tomb early this morning, but didn't find his body. They came and told us that they had seen vision, uh, or had seen a vision of angels, who said he was alive. Then some of our companions went to the tomb and found it just as the woman had said, but they did not see Jesus. He said to them, How foolish you are, and how slow to believe all that the prophets have spoken. Did not the Messiah have to suffer these things and then enter his glory? And beginning with Moses and all the prophets, he explained to them that was said in all the scriptures concerning himself. As they approached the village to which they were going, Jesus continued on as if he were going farther 
but they urged him strongly to, you know, stay with us, for it is nearly evening, the day is almost over. So he went to, you know, went in to stay with them. When he was at the table with them, he took bread, gave thanks, broke it, and began to give it to them. Then their eyes were open, and they recognized him, and he disappeared from their sight. They asked each other, were not our hearts burning within or within us while we talked while he talked with us on the road and opened the scriptures to us? They got up and returned at once to Jerusalem. There they found the eleven and those with them assembled together and saying, It is true, the Lord has risen and has appeared to Simon. Then the two that had happened on the way and how Jesus was recognized by them when he broke bread. So that chapter right there, um, you know, basically uh, subtitled On the Road to Emmaus, uh, which is Luke twenty four thirteen, is basically the dream that I personally saw one night that was probably the most intense dream I've ever had and the most realistic, uh, you know, vivid, lucid type dream where I woke up with you know with grabbing my chest because I couldn't breathe almost because it was it just felt like I was literally sent back in time and then brought forward again and I just woke up suddenly in the morning it was like I think it was early I don't know it was a Saturday or Sunday morning but it was such an intense feeling afterwards that I called my parents um you know called my fiance and they just explained everything to him um or I told my fiance everything and, you know, explain everything to them that I'd seen in the dream. And since then, it has created not only curiosity, but more understanding of what that dream revealed. Because, you know, it's trying to basically say that, you know, with all this proof and all this, um, you know, all the prophets who have come and, you know, uh, you know, especially the Gospels or the Injil or the New Testament, um, why do people still not believe in Jesus? Why do they not believe in God? Why do they, you know, think that he was like a, you know, fake person? You know, a lot of people say that these days. Uh, or like Muslims say that he was only a prophet. Well, prophets don't, you know, die and come back and, you know, walk the earth and visit their followers and, um, you know, have remnants, you know, of, of holes in their hands to, you know, prove that they were, you know, actually killed so that you know they can be recognized by their followers so seeing all this has pushed me in such a way that you know i have no other choice but to become christian and that's one of the reasons why i'm you know having this podcast now is because i want to teach other uh, not only christians but more specifically other muslims um who like myself uh, are afraid to leave the religion um who may be in the closet like i am um you know outside when I leave people still look at me as a Muslim um, everywhere I go I'm still a Muslim but inside I'm a Christian and only to the people who listen to my podcast know that I'm a Christian now um, so this is this is a big issue um, you know I need to find the right time the right place to I guess come out of the closet uh, you know declare that I'm a Christian and not a Muslim anymore but you know I want to wait and find a better time you know, I don't want to endanger my life or the life of my uh, family or friends because there are Muslims out there who are fundamentalists, who are hateful, who consider death for apostasy to you know be the standard way to 
deal with the situation, so to speak. So, that said, um, just remember that, you know, God is always with you no matter what. And, you know, some of the worst times that you ever have, God will always be with you. And a lot of times you may not see him immediately, kind of how the, you know, on the road to Emmaus uh, explains where, you know, they didn't, you know, his followers didn't even recognize him until it was, you know, after he literally disappeared. So a lot of times you might not see God in your actions uh, or, or happening in your life. And, you know, you might think that, hey, no matter what I do, it doesn't matter or, you know, um, why do bad things happen to good people, all that kind of stuff. But the reality is that God's always there with you. So um, I would suggest, you know, reading the Bible more, more specifically the New Testament. I think the New Testament or the Injil or the Gospels are the essence of Christianity, the essence of the teaching of uh, Jesus. And that's where we need to be focused. Um, Until next time, uh, take care and uh, God be with you.